Welcome to the Osteo Connection, the number one podcast for osteopaths looking to expand their minds and improve their practice. I'm Kevin Longpray. I'm Jason Turnbull. And I'm Dr. Sean Landry. And if you're new here, welcome. This show is dedicated to bridging the gap between your formal education and real-world practice success. Join us every week where we share our combined 50 years of practice experience, talk tips, strategies, and interview rock stars in the business. Welcome back to the OC. I am your host today. Um, I am here with my, well, one of my colleagues. Mm. One's, one's not here. And I'm yeah. here with Kevin Longpray. And we have actually replaced, we've actually upgraded. A huge upgrade. <laughs> with a special guest, Lisa McKenzie. Um, Lisa, we are very excited to have you here today. Lisa McKenzie is is a she's a client and patient and friend of ours here at vitality and she is uh she you know her her list um of accolades is is pretty long she's she's a a consultant she's a teacher she's a mom she is so many things she um is a friend i I mean i I, like i say the list goes on and on huge score for the podcast she actually you know kind of kind of stole one of our secretaries from us you know didn't really steal her but um sure i never talked to her about that but we did we did kind of introduce them and then you know a few years later you know stephanie left us so right um i think it's more because of jay (laughs) probably because of jay but uh we a warm welcome and applause for the lovely and talented lisa mckenzie (laughs) thank you guys that was such a warm welcome yeah Um, so, so yeah, right, so Jeff. Lisa, maybe give us a little uh, overview of, um, I guess, how you got into this, um, what what drove you to this, uh, the passion behind it, and um, where it has led you to today, and then maybe we can jump into some stuff for uh, for the audience after that. Sure. So I would say that I. It's a loaded question, sorry. Yeah, it is a loaded question. No, 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 that's fine, that's fine. I'm just, every time I get asked this question, I have to roll back the clock to think about how long I've been doing this. So I have been involved in social media for about 15 years now. So when Facebook was just a baby in diapers. Mm -hmm. And what led me to Facebook was I started an organization for women. The reason I started this organization was At the time I had given birth to my second daughter and I was looking for fun. And all the moms around me seemed so focused on their family and building their family. And all that was great, but I just needed something more. I couldn't, I just couldn't do that full time. I needed to constantly feel like there was something more. And I was looking for fun. And I looked around and nothing like this existed so, I spent a couple of nights while I was breastfeeding my second daughter. I, I laugh. I, I say, you know, I'm surprised you don't have keyboard barks on your back because she was literally leaning against the keyboard at two o'clock in the morning while I was doing research. Couldn't find anything. I had a couple of ideas. I reserved the Deserving Divas domain name and I was just off to the races. That was November of 2004. What was the name of we the deserving divas deserving divas i'm deserving i want fun (laughs) so probably about we had our first i say we because at the time i wanted this so badly but i was afraid to venture out on my own so i was talking to a girlfriend of mine and i said hey you want to do this with me and she's like yeah that seems like fun i'm on that leave let's do this our first event we held in the west island we had 400 women Wow. I was like, oh, I think we're on to something. So I spent a couple of years um, hosting, I think I hosted about 60 events. And these were um, pamper events, lots of workshops. Um, I took a bunch of women, about 40 women to New York City to do a Sex in the City tour a couple of times. We just, we just had so much fun, so much fun. And it was a popular idea. So I was on TV, I was on the radio, there were, you know, multiple articles written about this concept, you know, all over Canada, not just locally. But then it dried up. And then nobody cared. They were on to the next thing. And I was like, ah, oh, 
what do I have to do? Like, this was a passion project. I wasn't making any money. I was just, you know, whatever money I was getting, I was creating the next event. And I just, like, the, the media just wasn't interested anymore. So I went online and I discovered Facebook. And I'm like, it was like the holy grail. I could not, I, I, I think I, I think I locked my office door and came out three days later. I just, I couldn't believe a tool like this existed. And at the time, nobody was thinking, you know, about how they could use it for business. I was like, I, don't come into my office. I'm trying to figure something out here. I know there's a possibility. I know there's a huge opportunity for small businesses. All come out in, you know, a week. And I, I honestly, I didn't leave. I was probably in pajamas for four days. I didn't, I didn't leave my office. And then when I finally surfaced, I realized, oh my gosh, I could create my own audience. Now, back in the day, now this was 2007, 2006, 2007. I could, I could actually invite people to be my friends solely based on my target market. So I chose women. I, I, I chose women between the ages so my market at the time was probably you know like 35 to say 65 um who lived in montreal who watched sex in the city okay wrap your head around that that if i bought that list that would have been thousands of dollars mm -hmm. and here i was just making friends on social media and before i knew it i was surrounded by my target market but women that i actually liked women that i had something in common with now, obviously you can't do that anymore this way before ads, but at the time I thought, okay, I just did this. Now I have to teach other people how to do this. So that was probably May, 2007. I hosted my first work workshop in October, 2007. So the only reason I had to host a workshop is my friends were just like, okay, shut up about this Facebook thing. We can't listen to you anymore. I was Go like, out and find people. <laughs> Go out and find people who actually care. We don't want to hear it anymore. So yeah. that was, I, it was around the dining room table at a girlfriend's house. I just said, invite all, I didn't even charge, invite all the business people that you know. I Very just cool. need to talk to people about this. So that was 2007. No one was teaching anything about social media. I think it was two, March of 2009 when um, Mari Smith, if you're in the world of marketing, you know who she is she's based in in san diego and she was she was probably the, the person who was most versed in social media at the time and i don't think i've ever told this story <laughs> except the close friends i'm gonna tell you guys anyway so she was starting a mentorship program in march of 2009 and she was choosing 50 people around the world and i was like i'm getting myself a seat i don't care what i have to do I found out that a girlfriend of mine was attending an event with her wow. with hundreds of other people in Southern California. And I said, do me a favor. I want you to find Mari Smith and I want you to make sure that you're sitting at her table for one of the dinners. And while you were talking to her, I want you to talk about me and tell her to save me a seat. And she did. And I started the mentorship program in March of 2009. Wow. graduated like six months later after tons and tons of case studies and I was officially certified as a social media strategist social media so strategist yeah. that was 2009 and now wow. it's 2021 so I've been doing that ever since and it's just been it's it's been a beautiful beautiful journey and your career though it's it's you've had an evolution right so you, <coughs> excuse me so you started off as a social media strategist and it yep. led to teaching courses, right? So at one point I was approached by Concordia University here in Montreal and they were probably, I believe they were the first, the first university to want to start teaching social media as a program, not just as a, you know, part of a curriculum, a, a two hour class, they wanted to develop a program. So I developed um, two courses, a program with three courses actually, but two really took off. And I was teaching and come talk about, you know, the secretary that left you, she took my courses and off to the races. She was, you know, started her own business. But I, so I taught the fundamentals and then that was social media 101 and then social media um, I guess 202 I don't know, was to teach people how to become 
like me, like a strategist. So a lot of these people went on to work in, in large companies. One of my students went off to work for the United Nations in Italy. Um, yeah, but a lot of small businesses were born from that. So that was really rewarding. It's amazing the field, right, that has been mm. born from this, you know, this yeah. relatively new invention, right? Yeah, and all the branches, you know, from that field. Yeah. What's cool that you mentioned before, I, it really stuck out is when you when you said, oh my God, I can actually reach out to the people I want to connect with. So the target market that I really want and be really specific about it. So it's funny because, mm -hmm. you know, obviously this, for us, we talk about this a lot in the podcast where, you know, we make it a point to, 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 uh, for people to ask themselves, who do you want to work with? Who do you, who resonates with you? So, uh, I love the fact that you said that, that this tool, and now obviously there are many more tools we can use in social media to connect to these actual people that we really want to associate with and that we resonate with so that, uh, one, it makes your work experience better, but also you're being more specific about who you want to help so that the overall effectiveness of what you're going to do is going to be that much better. Right. So, Absolutely. So what would you, what would you say uh, would be like someone starting out, let's say uh, like, we're always saying that, like take the time to really kind of think about who you want to associate with. So what, how did you come up with like, Okay, how do I, how, who do I want to resonate with? Who, how did, how, what was that process for you? Yeah, was it innate? Was it, did, did it evolve? Did, you know, did you have an idea? That's such a great question because I did, I made a lot of mistakes <laughs> in that. Well, I love that. Good. Mm. So, yeah, so crucial. at first I thought I am going to base it on the product. I'm going to base it on what the product is offering and I'm going to find people who are looking for that. And that might work for some people. It, it, it didn't work for me and it doesn't work for my clients. So you talk about really knowing your market. I say we have to take a step back and really know who you are. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. if you don't know who you are, your marketing is not going to be sustainable. Because it's going to feel like, oh, today I have to be this person that talks to these people. And it's going to feel icky real quick. Right. Right. Yeah. But if you, and, and I say I made those mistakes because it was, the more I got to know who I was and was courageous, courageous, <laughs> as I'm first to say courageous, enough to say this is who I am. And if it's for you, fantastic welcome and if it's not that's okay too there's plenty of other people like you out there yeah. so it's still it's still um it's still kind of scary when i want so badly to say something out loud and i'm like holding back <laughs> because it's social media i don't want to be judged right yeah. but then oh, i yeah. think this this is my journey this yeah. is how i get to show up every day this is the transparency that i bring to the table and if I'm lucky enough, people will recognize that transparency and say, you know what? I want what she's having. Yeah. Like, I want some of that. I want some of that innate. You talk about innate. There's nothing more innate than being yourself. Hmm. So yeah. once I realize this is who I am, this is how I speak. If this is what you want, I'm ready to give you so much more of this. Mm -hmm. I love that. That again, like that's just something we talk about so often about, you know, who are you, you know, you can't, you cannot be specific about who you want to associate with unless you know for yourself, like what resonates with you. Right. So that, that is, uh, that's an amazing uh, tip there because um, without uh, doing that work, it becomes very uh, difficult because you're always reaching out to think like, Oh, well, maybe if I do it this way, then I'll get more people. And maybe if I do it that way, when in reality, right. just being you is what's going to bring the success, yeah. you know? Yeah. Or bring the right and you people talk, into your life. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And you talk to successful people and they say they struggle, they struggle, they struggle, and then they let go. And that's when the magic happened. And the letting go is just like, this is who I am. This is, this, this is it. It's really getting out of the way at the end of the day, right? Yeah. Oh, 
<laughs> Getting out of the way. Damn you. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, was, I was having a conversation with someone this week and it was, it was funny where it went, but she, she was talking about this idea. So this will, this will parallel with, with social media and, and maybe, you know, uh, but she was saying like in life, as you evolve and gain whatever confidence or, or start to realize how it all works. And she says, you know how sometimes you walk home and, you know, you, you kind of walk through the door and you let it all hang out. You just kind of, you know, you take your bra off or whatever. You just, mm -hmm. she goes, you know, in your early 20s. It's a PG you know, show, Sean. Yeah, but, but she says, <laughs> you know, in your early 20s, you're, you're still like, you know, you put a face on to go outside into the world, right? And she goes, as you kind of get into your 40s, well, you still, that, that, that the, the blur between your true authentic self when you're in your, in your house or in your home and when you're outside of your home, starts to kind of go away and you mm -hmm. don't really give a shit anymore right what people think about you and it's funny it's like a coming of age and this and that but yeah but you you are who you are whether you're at home or whether you're in a social situation and you're less you know trying to be someone else right and i think that that's kind of what you're saying is like if you really know yourself and take the time to be like well who am i right mm -hmm. once you know that and your confidence in who you in who you are you can then match that to a target market instead of like we sometimes say oh yeah who's your target market who do you want right so so you got to right. take that that back a step right which makes sense with what even lisa was saying you know like mm -hmm. and what you just said you know the the fact of having experience uh having fucked up a couple of times or quite a few times in my case uh <laughs> is is crucial to the process uh because without it we don't we don't learn that and we can't move forward you know so they the whole point is not to be afraid to do those things to take a chance to to figure out like okay yeah that doesn't work at all so now you know that whole section yeah you can take that right out yeah and folk and it just makes it a lot easier to make decisions on what you're going to do moving forward you know so uh that's the whole point of having someone with with uh lisa's experience on too is just um to hopefully people can really draw from this and, and uh, kind of fast forward ahead a little bit in terms of connecting to who they are a little quicker by uh, taking away from some of what her experiences are and what we're talking about. Um, and then that way, get on that train of being in alignment with what they want to do and applying some of these concepts. Right. Mm -hmm. That's right. Because that's going to be your biggest differentiator. Like don't differentiate yourself on product on place on you know where your clinic is going to be or differentiate yourself on who you are you are going, you are going to and your work is going to be so much more fun like every yeah. time i sign a new client yes more of this mm -hmm, more, more of clients like this yeah because there's less of a language barrier they're so much more aligned with where you want to take them there's a certain level of trust because they've they've already vetted you they've already seen you online they've already seen how you speak what you care about what your values are um by the time they're in your account they're like okay let's let's move let's let's go yeah. for it let's do the work and yeah. i guess social, yeah social media allows for a lot of that you know like say if you are authentic in yourself and you're you know you're showing that to the world because that's essentially what social media allows you to do right continuously and like you say even get in front of people who, you know, people who aren't your immediate friends, but that like things like your immediate friends do. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so that, that social media allows you to do that. And then like you just said that before, people feel like they already know you and, and trust yeah. you and like you. Um, whereas they might have not even actually physically met you at this point. Right. But. Yeah. Absolutely. And there is some strategy and, you know, we'll talk about that. There is some strategy to that is, you know, being consistent across the platforms, um, using the same picture for your profile so that they're, they get to, and they get to a new camp, right? They get to LinkedIn or they get to Instagram and they're like, oh, there's Lisa. Okay. Yeah. They already feel like they're surrounded by friends, right? But if you're using different pictures, you're like, is that Lisa? Like that's Lisa's name, but oh, like in marketing, you don't want people to have to stop and question something, mm -hmm. right? If they're questioning, oh, that doesn't sound like her, like, oh, 
why did she post that? Like you, you want to be consistent because you want them to get the core of the message. You don't want them to get stuck on something else. Okay. So consistency in the message, uh, platforms have to be, like you say, similarly positioned. Yeah. Like your branding must show through absolutely who you are and also like be okay. Be consistent. Okay. Let's, uh, I have a quick question. I'm laughing. I just got to interject because <laughs> Lisa, but she's talking about pictures. Like when I was on her podcast, she's like, yeah, just send me like a bio and a picture, you know? And so I sent her a picture. She goes, uh, how old are you in this? <laughs> it's like from 12 years ago. I'm 21. She goes, you might want to change it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So we actually were growing up. We're going to get someone to come in and take pictures of us. Yeah. No. All proper. Awesome. Yeah. All proper. So <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're, all, my, all my pictures, yeah, were pre-kids. I didn't have any wrinkles. I didn't have any, yeah. Yeah. I didn't have any crow's feet yet. Yeah. Until those little guys sucked the life out of me. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I haven't slept in six years. So. <laughs> I'm pretty sure soon, though, you'll be fine. Yeah. Once the puppies go, once yeah. you get rid of the puppies. Once those puppies. You don't want a puppy, Lisa, do you? We have five, we oh, have five puppies at our house. Do don't do not tempt me. <laughs> don't do it. Dude, I, they're I, fun. I they're an cute. Event. Yeah. I hosted an event this week and uh, my husband was on the call. And somebody on the call was joking about, you know, the fact that I'm surrounded by, I don't know, hundreds of crystals. And my husband said, <laughs> Yeah, we we don't have pets. We have crystals there you all go. over the house. Except yeah. for one daughter. Yeah. Okay, I have a quick question. Okay, so this is um, so we were talking about consistency and and brand and you know that should match who who you are, right? And then you should someone should when they find you wherever they should be. Oh, that's that's Lisa. I recognize her. You know, um, if you're a new graduate or a struggling right. practitioner because that's kind of who we help uh here and um we connect them with rock stars in the business and people who have done it right so we can hopefully bridge that gap so that they're they're more successful but what what you know if someone's just graduating where should they focus their their effort um, you know because most of i would think like in practice you know they're they're community driven right so someone's trying to right. you know for our profession, yes, they could do, you know, books and online stuff, consultation stuff, but usually mm-hmm. you're going to build a practice within the community. So where would a new graduate focus or, or someone who wants to revamp their brand? Like wh- which, what would be a good starting point? Yeah. Um, you bring up a very good point and that I wanted to touch on. So somebody who is, is brand new, I would say, and, and it's a very, it's a local business and it's a very hands-on business. You have you know, hands on, on people's bodies. So there's, there's so much that you can do online, but you have to be local. I would say to go out and if you're in a shopping mall or if you're within a clinic, I would say to build strategic alliances, to let people in the, in the um, immediate area, area know that you're there. And see if there's, you know, take them out to lunch, have conversations with them, see if there's any possible cross-selling that you can do. And this this has, doesn't have anything to do with social media, right? No, um, marketing one-on-one. Yeah. yeah, it's just to build relationships with the people that are around you. Um, and then, then I would say once they've done that in person, then they have that part taken over. Um, then... I would go online and I would also reach out to groups that are in the local area. So we're in the West Island, there's plenty of West Island groups and I would not advertise myself in those groups, meaning I, I, I wouldn't post things about the kind of work that I do. I would answer a lot of questions mm. and I would make sure, and there's a very easy way to do this, by the way, you don't have to spend hours scrolling through comments. Every page, every group has a search bar. Search osteopath, and then you'll find all the posts of people who are searching for osteopaths. And make sure that you go beyond, yes, this is where I'm located, but you know, ask questions. What, you know, what seems to be the problem? What are, where is your pain? And be that helpful hand and don't worry about people. People will come to your clinic. Mm. But if you're in there answering questions and you're making yourself available, 
because you care about the first the person first and not the appointment that's going to be seen by many many people you know in local groups a question like that funny enough could come up on a monthly basis when you've answered those questions when when you've participated not only in those questions but in things of local importance people start recognizing your name and they say in marketing it takes eight times before we recognize a brand yeah because by the eighth time even if they've never seen you even if they've never spent time in your clinic they feel that they know you and they will start recommending you that's so cool yeah. So just be really, really visible. Yeah. yeah. So I will actually, oh. people who call me, I will say, go out and do this first. Yeah. Once you've done that, then come and see me and then we'll start working together. We have, we have a, an example. Uh, we, we've talked about this before, but it was, um, there was a, a coffee shop that opened up at our old clinic, right? Down below. And we kept saying, I, I wish you would just, you know, had like, you ever met her? Yeah. yeah like, Hey, you know, walk around, introduce yourself. Like we, the merchants could have just supported her, you know, her, her flat rent, right? It had, she just kind of walked around, you know, dropped off a few coffees here and there, introduce herself. And she didn't. Right. And we, you yeah. know, and you know, it, it didn't, it didn't do too well, but just that we always say, so, you know, get to know your neighbors, right? Absolutely. Shop there, go talk to them, introduce yourself, you know, start a conversation, you know, with anyone anyone who's in your vicinity like you said a shopping mall and and uh and you know just be a good human and and yeah, uh, yeah. You know, smile at people but i like what you said about even before like setting up your social media and stuff is just go on Connect these with people yeah go on these <laughs> yeah. questions or go on these forums or these groups yeah. right because i'm sure facebook has tons of them yeah and and answer questions be of help yeah. to people right you, you don't have exactly to, that's cool. So in, in the same way that you would be, okay, so you're a new, you're a new therapist, you're a new coach, you're, you're a new osteopath, you're going to go in and you're going to set up your room, right? You're going to make sure you have the bed, you're going to make sure you have all the equipment you need to do your job. Then you go out and you create social media profiles with the same thing. You just need people to know that you're in business because they are gonna look for you and you wanna make it really easy for them to find you. But you don't have to wait a year until you, like a year's worth of posting or even months worth of posting. As long as you have something basic set up in the same way, you know, if you have a website, you might not have a website. Lots of people don't have websites. They just have Facebook pages, mm -hmm. right? So you don't have to invest all that money to do that. Have a physical presence in your case, because that's what you guys do and have an online presence and that's it and go out and, you know, win friends and influence people. Yeah. You haven't read Dale Carnegie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. I still got the paper. Totally old desk. school. <laughs> that's like one of the best, uh, I mean, people, you know, books ever written, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. then when you come and see me, my job is to get to know you as a person to get to know you, um, your skills, your expertise, your talents, your, you know, all of it. I want to know, okay, so you're an osteopath. Is there anything else that you do? Because you might be a writer, you might be a teacher. And what I'm looking at is the whole package, because once I know what the whole package is, then I can start looking at additional revenue streams. So you're, you're an osteopath. This is what you do from this time to this time, from this day to this day. But why don't we start creating additional revenue streams? Because it's like baby steps, right? You might write a few articles. After a year, you have 25 articles. We take those 25 articles. We package it as a book or we package it as a lead magnet for your website, you know, now that you've been in business for six months. So there's, there's so many things that that package can offer. That's not, I, I would say, I want to say it's, it's not always apparent to the person. It's almost never apparent to the person. So unless you're asking those questions, there's a lot more people are, they have transferable skills and it's, there's so much more than who they believe they are. And when we can tap into those transferable skills, then we can make your business so much bigger than you ever thought it would be. Mm. 
That's awesome. They're just expanding the reach, basically. That uh, absolutely that you have right. So yeah, you have yeah. your foundation, which is like you say, you, you think typically as an osteopath, putting hands on people, helping them, right? And then you have, like you say, different offshoots that come off that foundation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you so, might have a great voice and you might decide to do a podcast. Well, that's another arm out there that's reaching out to pull people in. Yeah. Right? You might want to do videos. You might want to write articles in the local newspaper. You might want right. to speak at you know local events. There's so many other things that you can do to build your business, but to build to build yourself also to make this journey even you know, more satisfying, more exciting, yeah, yeah, and it differentiates you, and it yeah, makes you sure. memorable. So again, it, it boils down to taking a look in the mirror and and you know with experience, understanding like, yeah, I do have interests, you know, like for. I've, Lisa's been bugging me forever about other stuff too. So she, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, so I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> I'm on his table. And I'm like, Kev. My foot modeling <laughs> career. His foot modeling career. Yeah. Great, great eyelashes. Yeah. And um, but um, it does boil down again to getting to know yourself. What are your interests? You know, how can you share those with other people to benefit them? be of service to them, you know? Um, so if you could do other things that are making it more exciting for you, like, you know, we've talked about this tons on the podcast too, you know, we're obviously in a, a domain where we have our hands on people, but you know, that to, to, for, for, for many of us, you know, there's only so many of those you can do in a day. Um, so you're kind of capped in one sense too, you know, in terms of what you could do financially, if you're thinking it from that standpoint, but two, it's also, uh, depending on your, the hunger for, for creativity and, and con contributing to other people, to other people's success and health, um, in other ways, you know, it's worthwhile looking, taking a deeper look at that and, and expanding your practice in that sense. Right. So yeah. there's yeah. so many other things we can do to offer to help people health wise. I remember Lisa, when we had that, when we had a conversation a few weeks back, you were, you had mentioned that exact part. You just talked briefly, talked about it, but you know, understanding who, you know, when you work with a client, you're understanding who they are, but the entirety of them so that you can mm -hmm. see, Oh wow, you're missing this opportunity. You're missing this opportunity. Yeah. And then, and then give them, you know, like you say, the framework and the guidance to, to include those opportunities into their, their life. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and the other thing is once I know who you are, the entirety of you energetically, you're in my house now, like <laughs> you're part of my family. So I'm watching out for all the opportunities. And I was, I was speaking to a client this week We've been working for just over a year and we had a, a numbers conversation. <laughs> Nobody really likes this, but I was like, okay, so how much are you making? And what we, we do this like on a quarterly basis. How much are you making? How much more is that from the last time? And when we added it all up, she had five different revenue streams. Wow. She had none when she came to me, like five different revenue streams. And it's, it's, I don't even have five different revenue streams yet. I was so excited for her because you know what that means? We hit another pandemic. She, there are things that are making her money mm -hmm. that she doesn't have to show up for. Yeah. Like that's really valuable. Something she gets sick, something's making her money that she doesn't have to show up for. Yeah. And I, and I would think, you know, a lot of, osteos are probably stuck in that like i know we you know for the longest time and we've been stuck in this like model of okay well unless we put we kev just said unless we put our hands on people we can't make money yeah and one of the reasons actually we decided to sit down this year and actually follow through on this project the osteo connection and our advanced mentorship for osteopaths shame yeah <laughs> was, <laughs> i'm well, giggling been, a little bit inside I, yeah we, we've I been talking about it forever but then we <laughs> you know, the pandemic happened we couldn't put our hands yeah. on anyone, right? Yeah. We couldn't. Exactly. And, yeah. and, and then we also, we reached, you know, we've also reached a point in our career where we're like, ah, we, it's time for us to start giving back, right? We can only put yeah. our hands on so many people. So how can we help other people put their hands on yeah. people? How can we help other people, you know, build these amazing practices in these amazing communities? Sounds creepy, eh? When you say it that yeah, way. Yeah. We're going to put lots of hands on people. Yeah. But, uh, I think Jay's not here. 
but we we felt it was you know we'd reached like I said with over fifty years of practice 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 experience if I could say that we uh, <laughs> we could, we have a lot to offer people so you know, the conversations Kevin's had with you and you know we've had lots of conversations we launched this and we're probably not as you know, you'd probably like to give us a few kicks in the butt to, we should probably be a lot further along than we Just are. Gotta, we got to get her but, on the payroll, but we're, but you know, we're, we're, we're finally doing it. And you know, yeah. yeah. But, and that's uh, it. You're doing it. You're yeah. doing it. You know how many people talk about, I wish I could, yeah. or, yeah. you know, maybe one day or, and, and I, and that's what I hear the most. I mean, if you go to my website, that's a lot of the testimonials you'll see is I, I, I don't let go. If you tell me this is what you want, then I mm. make sure that you're lying to that message and that we, we find a way to get you that, right? I mean, people, people already have what they need. They just need that accountability. They need to be accountable to something. They need to be accountable to someone and they need that guidance that come from, you know, I don't have 50 years experience yet. <laughs> and there's just one of me, but it's combined i've made all the mistakes i know how to do it right mm -hmm. i've come by it honestly and i love what you do so okay let's let's back up so once you once you someone has gone out introduced themselves to their community right you know yeah. even if it's just like you say within the strip mall whatever um and they've now gone online and kind of maybe just started with facebook looked at different local community groups like you said uh, and then just answered some questions, right? What what would be the next step that they should kind of take? Then they have to they have to be part of those groups. Again, there's a difference between the local business and then the business that they can take online, right? Yeah. So that's another reason why I like to develop develop different revenue streams for a client, because then they're reaching out beyond their immediate environment, right? And they could be in the business of being an osteopath for 20 years, but it's amazing how the, the referrals, you, you might be part of a group or you might, um, you might create a product that goes beyond, but the referral process is amazing. Like business starts coming from streams that you never even thought. Right, so you become more practice at creating social media posts. One of the things that I do with a client that might give you a better understanding is we will create three months of content at a time. Mm -hmm. So that works for most of my clients. For some of my clients, are like, I'm too spontaneous. I need to. I need to think of something and I need to post it. The benefit of creating content three months or even 60 days in advance is that you can then spend the time engaging with people, right? It's, it's, it's challenging. Even years after doing this, it's challenging to say, okay, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to schedule any posts. I'm just going to see how I feel. And I'm going to post on that day. Well, because I'm such, um, because a lot of the work that I do is so energetic, I could be very, very public and I don't want to see anybody for two weeks. And that, that literally means I don't even want to go on social media sometimes, right? But if I'm thinking I'm going to be posting every day or every second day, there are days I don't want to post. I'm, I'm all in for, you know, the dopamine hit that come from people engaging in my content and me jumping in. But to have to think of new content, it's, it's just not like that. So when I work with a client, we'll think, okay, so what is the message we want to put out there in the next six months? Okay, so if this is the message we want to put it there, they might not be ready for this. How can we, how can we create a storyline that takes them on the journey to get to here? So then we break down the storyline and we create posts according to those storylines. So we can say, we're creating three months of content. That means we want to post every second day. So say we're posting four times a week. That's 16 pieces of content times three. <laughs> we need Jason to to the 48. <laughs> the one time we need Jason. <laughs> to I don't we know. have to create 48 pieces of content. He likes numbers. I don't know if he's good at it, but he likes numbers. So that's 48 pieces of content. But when think of it as a comic strip. 
when you're you're building a storyline and you 48 pieces of content is not all that much and then to tell the story right and it's it's linear in this case this is something that's linear that you could do but 48 pieces of content that's three months you don't have to think about social media and what you're going to say and that storyline is completely aligned with your message and where you want to be in three months from now. Uh, I can't even express the freedom that gives. And you're always on message, always, because you've constructed it this way. Yeah. Right? So if at the end of three months you want to launch something, you've already primed your audience for that. And your audience knows, oh, she has her shit together. Like she's she's even though behind the business. Scenes, you don't you don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> even behind the scenes, I can't <laughs> think of three times sixteen or want to talk to anybody. But it's it still looks like yeah. and it's it's still transparent, still authentic. You're just telling a story three months at a time, sixty days at a time. So when I work with clients sometimes, if they have that capacity, we'll create the storyline for a full year. Wow. And then we'll do it three months at a time. But Sean, how does that feel if I was to say for the next year, you know what you're doing, where you're going <laughs> and your audience is going to know where you're going. Yeah. It'd be awesome. And all your offerings are sprinkled in there in such a natural and authentic way. Yeah. It's liberating. I don't know. I just, to me, it feels very liberating. Oh, definitely. Very cool. But obviously, too, like you're saying, it creates that consistency, the, con- the yeah. constant communication with your audience. Messages, they find yeah. you anywhere. They're still on point. You're still... Yeah. You're still on brand. That DNA is solid. That brand DNA and offering is solid. Yeah. And and that's from, you know, on the flip side of that, when you're watching people who can do that on social media, you're always thinking, oh, my God, like, this person always ha- one has something to say that's on brand and second they're they they look they look successful they probably are very successful because their offerings are aligned yeah mm. you're right yeah so it's just consistent and it just builds it like you say it just builds yeah. the story yeah and the truth is like a good movie you're an osteopath you're not a social media expert mm. right yeah so if you can if you can get that done in a couple of weeks for a year Wow. You can focus on your core offerings, like what you really do. Yeah. And like in the world today, you're expected to to be an osteopath or, or whatever you are and be a social media pro. Well, that's not for everybody. It's still a necessary, you know, evil or it, it's something that's necessary in your in your business. But it doesn't mean you have to do it every day. Yeah, you're right. So no. let's talk a bit about those necessary evils. What? Okay, so let's get back kind of you say once they do that and then they kind of have have this idea of who who they are they meet their they meet their neighbors they they kind of interact with some groups locally they start the social media stuff what do they start like where where do you suggest even a local business like do they need a facebook account an instagram uh like you say a, a um LinkedIn? i would say i would say what's service TikTok, what's popular right now <laughs> forget about what's popular yeah because I mean, there's there's so many ways to answer that. Okay. What's popular? Yeah. TikTok is super popular, right? Yeah. I love to watch TikToks. I that is not on brand for I me. I am not going to go and and watch like and do a silly dance. My daughters are begging me to do it. Yeah. I'm just I, that's that's not for me. That's not going to feel authentic to me. That's going to feel like I have to like like put on put on a mask or it just doesn't feel authentic to Lisa. me and I'm, I'm literally going to shake every time I have to do it. Have you done it? No, I, okay. Maybe once, just once. <laughs> I, was, I think I was pretty much background and I think it was to some dance for Mia or something. Okay. So I'm never going to do that. <laughs> I just, I don't like it. It makes me feel way too silly and I'm it's way recording. too shy to do something. <laughs> yeah, have so this. I'm not going to do that. So when and your TikTok account comes up, we'll, we'll, yes. we'll just record it. Oh, yeah, we're on. <laughs> I'll deny all of it. Um, Never happened. So I would say for me, my audience is on Facebook. Okay, okay, forget about me for a second. Let's take a typical osteopath who's just starting in business, like you said. Let's bring it back to that. Um, 
their audience, because they're a service provider, hmm. let me think about this. They're a service provider. They're not a product. They don't sell product. Products work really, really well on Instagram, on TikTok, because it's something that you can see. As an osteopath, if you like TikTok, I mean, if you're of a certain age and all your friends are on TikTok and you know they're going to be your clients, then you can give tips. You can give 30-second tips. Mm -hmm. Tips are super helpful. I'm, I don't know how many times a day I, I, I tell my girls, hey, I saw this on TikTok. I mean, clearly I'm learning something, right? From yeah. who? That's debatable. But I'm learning something. So, yeah, I would say give back in the way of what you're doing so offer tips now those tips can be on tiktok they can be on youtube they can be on facebook and that's some again something that we would build into that content let's create you know 30 one minute tip videos and let's just populate that wherever we can yeah because we're idiots and we're always joking around i just had a visual <laughs> of imagine a constant video clip, short clip God forbid this happens. Someone <laughs> falls, hurts themselves. Boom, we show up. This is what you do. Oh, that's hilarious. Right? Yeah. So like like chasing ambulance. Someone, yeah. someone texting while they're walking, hitting a foam pole. <laughs> someone, you know? No, but that would be really funny. Okay, so wait. So you guys are already funny. To do something like that would be so on brand. Yeah. Right? Done. And right, somebody done. somebody who you can't air this now. Dude, someone's gonna steal. Someone's it. gonna steal it. <laughs> Okay, so just clip this part out. <laughs> yeah, no, no, clip it out. We just yeah, no, because doing it regular makes you money. laugh. Yeah, right. Definitely. Yeah. yeah and don't sure. you want people with a sense of humor to be your yes. clients? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. If you can't laugh, imagine showing ever showing up every day and not being able to laugh would be. You don't know what you don't know, Sean. You don't know it. No. Right. <laughs> we know how to laugh. We do. We have a whole series of T-shirts we've we're thinking of too. That's going to be great. No way. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. So like pun, puns and stuff like that? Yeah. Stupid things we've said on the podcast for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Probably a lot of anatomical things. <laughs> um, it's endless. But that's, that's a differentiator right there. Sure. Right? Um, no, I, I like that though. It's uh, like you say, it's, it's doesn't matter where you start as long as you're just telling, get started get started and telling it telling a story right and, and, yeah. and tips so tips are huge right so especially like you say for us offering a service you know helping people and in return you said it takes like eight times for someone someone recognizes you so if they see you they see you know they get helpful tips over time they're yes. like oh wow yeah you know i've learned something you know here's all the things that i've learned from you know, Kevin and Sean for free, imagine what it would feel like to be in their presence and to be on their table, how yeah. much more I would benefit. Yeah. So cool. So it's just, it's a, it's a way of, like you say, it's, a, it's, and nowadays I know there is paid, like, I guess this is taking another step forward, but there is, you know, you can pay for an audience as well with the, within these social media platforms, but the most effective is just being who you are putting out helpful tips and people yeah. will gravitate towards that. And, and, you know, as long as they know who you are, they can find you online, right? You have your, you know, your, your number and they can book an appointment with you kind of thing. Absolutely. And I'm just thinking, I just got a flash of, you know, maybe the tips that you offer are not the most common tips. You know, we were talking before about, you know, you haven't slept in six years. So maybe osteopaths for dads who can't sleep for new dads, okay, yeah, osteo yeah. tips for new dads, mm -hmm. right? Something yeah. like that. Just yeah, the key yeah. words on that yeah. are priceless, right? So not a, not something that's common, but something like, oh, you sprained your ankle. What did you, what do you do? God. Yeah. You yeah well seriously. Just, oh, you sprained your ankle while you're trying to choke your baby to sleep. <laughs> Sprain your wrist with oh, the pillow. Yeah. Oh, the pillow yeah. that you're using to. Oh yeah, right. yeah. Sorry, but oh, that. Yeah. Oh, that pamphlet. Oh, wait, wait. Or I you can say that. That, or pamphlet, that, that, that pamphlet they gave you at the hospital is that don't choke <laughs> your baby. Did you? Don't <laughs> shake your baby. Oh yeah. Ever. No, never. Right. Or you you pulled a ligament. You know, holding the bathroom door um, yeah. closed. That's um, it. <laughs> As you're crying right. yourself to sleep. Yeah. As right. you're hiding from your family. <laughs> 
<laughs> as Kelly says, stop hiding. What are you doing in there? Dude, that's like common practice in my house. Dad, are you in the bathroom? No. 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 Uh, I'm outnumbered. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Uh, Lisa, this so was all amazing. Those, yeah, this all is, those tips. Yeah. The like end. you say, and, uh, you know, they don't just have to be, like, dry. They can be fun. Who you are, right? Absolutely. Unless you're boring. Then be boring. <laughs> then be boring. Then it sucks. Then you'll have right? no business and you'll have to close your business. And, so yeah, Jay but... treats a tremendous amount of accountants. Boring people. No judgment. <laughs> but we need accountants in our lives. We do need accountants. But we, but we send them to Jay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least no, I, thing it, I just wanted to add one thing. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, it's really important when you're starting in business that you have a coach or you have, you're part of a network with people who are just starting their businesses because you learn from each other. Yeah. And when you're learning from each other, you're inspiring each other. It's not starting a business can be very lonely. Mm -hmm. um, especially if, you know, you're in a clinic of just you. So it's to go out there and, and they don't necessarily have to be people in the same business as you. It's just go out and meet some business people so that you can feel like you're not in this this new build by yourself. How can people get in touch with you, Lisa? How can, uh, you know, for, well, we'll, we'll, we'll obviously in the podcast and the, whatever you call it, the show notes, we'll link to your stuff, but you know, yeah. you just tell us how can they get in touch with you? My website, lisamckenzie.com and Lisa McKenzie, all over the socials. Nice. Lisa, thank you so much for coming on. You're welcome. Always a pleasure. Uh, it feels like we could talk for another couple hours. Yes, we definitely can. <laughs> Which hopefully we could do soon on a different uh, setting. But um, thanks again for coming on. Uh, You're very welcome. Yeah. So biggest tip you just said was, like you said, new in practice, start, get in touch with people, right? Yeah. Get in touch with it. It doesn't yeah. even have to be, like you say. For, Don't be you know, a hermit. Get out there. Get out there. Yeah. Connect with other businesses. You know, Absolutely. Um, surround yourself with people that are, you know, that are doing it right absolutely yeah oh love it nice thank you so Thanks, much for guys. having us um you're for welcome all those listening osteo connection leave us a review you can find lisa at all of her socials lisa mckenzie thank you so much for having or for being here for having us Thanks <laughs> for putting up with us for putting up with us yeah we were, you were a actually pleasure. a ray of sunshine uh, the, with, with the on this cloudy day yeah, especially great. that jason you know great subject Yes. Yes. Great stuff. Thank yeah. you so much. Every time Jay can't be here, you're uh, you will you will be our first phone call. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm in. <laughs> Thank All you right. so much. Thanks, Lise. You're welcome. Bye. Have a great day. Ciao. Thanks for checking out this episode. We hope you learned something, or not. And if you haven't already, subscribe here to the Osteo Connection wherever you're listening. And hey, it would mean the world to us if you would rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts. And if you're still listening at this point, thanks, Mom. And if you're offended how much we've made fun of Jason, tune in next week and be sure to share with a friend. <laughs>